Welcome to Based Liberty. I'm your host, Darren Wisely. I'm not politically correct, and I'm not afraid of the consequences for the things I say. I'm simply here to speak the truth as I see it from where I'm standing, and let the chips fall where they may. Welcome to Base Liberty, fellow thought criminal. Enjoy your stay. Welcome to Base Liberty, episode 58. It's Monday, April 26, 2021. What's going on, thought criminals? Welcome to a non-PC zone where unapproved thoughts are allowed. Darren Wisely here, and as always, I'm just thrilled to be with you today. I'm excited for today's show, and I'm also excited for a lot of the good feedback I've been getting back recently. I was actually told that last episode was the best one yet. So that's encouraging, and whether it's the best or not, that's up to you to decide, but make sure to check it out if you haven't. In that episode, I talked about how people will just believe whatever the media is pushing, and today I'm going to discuss how these people at the top, well, they just keep pushing lie after lie, and as I discussed last episode, people just swallow it up. And I actually got a message from someone from New Zealand, which was pretty cool. She was saying she liked my podcast. She was encouraged by it. And uh, that was awesome. About 96% of my show is listened to in the United States. But I do have an audience in about 20 different countries. So we're trying to get the word out, uh, which is very encouraging. Because the only way we're going to change this insanity behind this whole narrative is by getting the truth out there. YouTube actually took down my last episode and gave me a strike (laughs) because I don't go along with the COVID liturgy, with their fake narrative. And that's really the real problem with this whole insanity is that free speech is under assault. And, you know, a lot of people don't have the balls to just come out and bring the truth with no reservations in the way I do and just say it like it is. But those of us who are willing to to step out there and risk the repercussions, well, we get silenced. So I I really do think if voices like mine weren't stifled, we would have a lot more people on our side and we could really change the discussion. But social media has such a big clamp on the Overton window that it makes it very hard to get the truth out there. So they... So people, because they only really get one side of things, they swallow the media narrative whole. But that's why I appreciate you guys supporting the show, because it is very difficult to get the word out there. And if you want to help me out, you want to get more people on our side, you can support the show. The links are below. You can start out as low as $2 a month, and everything gets put back into getting the word out there. And it'll help us get the truth to more people. So I know many people can't support, and that's totally fine, but it is free to share with your friends. Share it with people who you want to wake up. Because we're over a year into this insanity, and unfortunately, a lot of people are just still so brainwashed. We need to reach them, and if you want to support this show, it is greatly appreciated. So today I want to talk more about the COVID cult And the people at the top, the people calling the shots, they don't even believe their own BS. 
uh, they're not drinking their own Kool-Aid. And last episode I pointed it out with one of Whitmer's minions here in Michigan, the hypocrisy involved there, but now Whitmer herself has even violated her own policy. And we know last summer she kind of did it with her whole boat fiasco, but here she is telling Michiganders, don't leave the state, don't visit with family, don't go on vacation, don't, don't have any semblance of a normal life, don't do things you enjoy. What does she do? Well, the exact opposite. Go figure. More rules for thee, but not for me. So a couple weeks ago, she went to Florida, and she's faced some backlash, very minimal, of course, because you can't question the COVID cult. But her excuse for going to Florida was, I'm visiting my sick father. Okay, that's reasonable to visit a sick relative, but why can you do it but none of us can? I mean, that's the question. Another question I have is, why is her father not in a home here in Michigan? Oh, that's right, because she killed a bunch of elderly people by putting COVID-infected people in nursing homes with them, raising the death toll blood on her hands but i guess she was smart enough to save her old man from that type of fate by putting him in a different state where he'd be fine but screw all the plebs you know if you guys die and eh, who cares if you can't see your sick loved one dying who cares uh but for her very different story so people who have heard about this hypocrisy are mad about it and very very understandably so but what I want to get out is what people are missing in this whole discussion, which is a deeper issue. Not just that she violated her own rules, that she's a hypocrite, but she isn't even concerned about COVID. You see, she's fine traveling, even though she locks her own state down. And it shows much more than just being a hypocrite. It shows she's not concerned about the Rona. And that's the bigger issue that people miss that doesn't get involved in the discussion. It's not just that the COVID liturgy is a bunch of hypocrites breaking their own rules, which they are, but it's that they're not drinking their own Kool-Aid, just like Pelosi getting her hair done. And, and there's so many examples the past year. The issue with Whitmer shows one thing. She isn't scared. The sociopaths, they love themselves so much, believe me, if they thought this was some insane, deadly pandemic, they would be hiding under their bed all day, wearing their bubble wrap, um, not risking any threat to their own life. Trust me, okay? They would be protecting themselves. They'd be looking out for number one, because that's all they look out for is number one. But they would not take any risk whatsoever if they were really concerned. But because they're not afraid to do normal activities... It shows they don't believe all of the hype. They know it's BS. If they didn't think it was BS, they'd be following their own guidelines. <laughs> it's all theater. If they were so scared, they would not be out. But again, as I talked about last episode, you can present all these facts to people, all these inconsistencies, all these just very logical things you can discuss... But it doesn't matter because people aren't going to listen to the facts. They're only going to listen to the narratives, the sound bites, the little one-liner slogans. And that's what's so unfortunate about it all. I mean, Whitmer is just an insane tyrant sociopath who's totally fine destroying her state over this cooked-up fear that she knows isn't valid. 
And that's what it comes down to. That's the fact. Her actions make that abundantly clear. There's no other way to conceptualize her actions versus her statements, her narratives, and her policies. Is that she knows how insanely overhyped this whole thing is. So, speaking of this ever-shifting narrative, let's listen to our Lord and Savior, Tony Fauci. Right now, at this moment, there is no need to change anything that you're doing on a day-by-day basis. But as soon as it became clear that there was community spread, then it became clear that we were in real trouble. When was that? Around when was that? Well, that was probably towards the middle to end of January. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. Putting a mask on yourself is more to prevent you from infecting someone else. And if everybody does that, we're each protecting each other. If one mask is good, two masks are better. (laughs) And that's just with the mask, you see? how the narrative is ever shifting. The ultimate debate would be Fauci in May of last year versus Fauci in May of this year. I would like to see those two go toe to toe. In China, millions are quarantined. Is that where we're headed here in the United States? I don't imagine that the degree uh, of the draconian nature of what the Chinese did would ever be either feasible, applicable, doable, or whatever you want to call it in the United States. I don't think Oh really? You didn't imagine that. I've said many times we look at it from a pure health standpoint. We make a recommendation. Often the recommendation is taken. Sometimes it's not. Do you think lives could have been saved uh, if social distancing, physical distancing, stay at home measures had started third week of February instead of mid-March? The idea of social distancing? Yeah. I mean, obviously, that's something that will be seriously considered depending upon where we are in a particular region of the country. You're right. I mean, obviously, if we had, right from the very beginning, shut everything down, it may have been a little bit different, but there was a lot of pushback about shutting things down back then. You said there was pushback. Yeah. Where did that pushback come no, from? No, it wasn't. That was the wrong choice of words. You know what it was ah. when people discuss, not necessarily in front of the president, when people discuss, they say, well, you know, this is going to have maybe a harmful effect on this or on that. So it was a poor choice of words. There wasn't anybody saying, no, you shouldn't do that. But I don't regret saying that the only way we could have really stopped the explosion of infection was by essentially, um, I want to say shutting down. You wear a mask, they wear a mask, you protect each other. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better and it might even block a, a droplet but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. So I want to make it be a symbol for people to see that that's the kind of thing you should be doing. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. <laughs> You're sure of it? Because people are listening really sure of it. closely to this. Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. I mean, I do it when I'm in the public for, for the reasons that, A, I want to protect myself and protect others. I had my mask around my chin. I had taken it down. I was totally dehydrated, and I was drinking water, trying to re rehydrate myself. And by the way, I was negative COVID literally the day before. So I guess people want to make a thing of that. I wear a mask all the time when I'm outside. There are 
unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. I feel that universal wearing a mask is one of five or six things that are very important in preventing the upsurge of infection and in turning around the infections that we are seeing surge. No, there were times when I was out there telling the American public how difficult this is, how we're having a really serious problem. You know, when the president was saying it's something that's going to disappear, which obviously is not the case. I don't think people should be frightened. I mean, uh, the, the risk right now, today, currently, is really relatively low for the American public, but that could change. Again, we're trying to get the right thing done by getting the right word out. So right now, don't worry about it. Be more concerned about influenza. Yes, when you downplay something that is really a threat, that's not a good thing. Given the percentage of people, which is about 25, 45% of the totality of infected people, likely are without symptoms. And we know from epidemiological studies that they can transmit to someone who is uninfected, even when they're without symptoms. In all the history of respiratory-borne viruses of any type, asymptomatic transmission has never been the driver of outbreaks. Oh, so okay. to make a statement to say that's a rare event was not correct, and that's the reason why the WHO walked that back. The driver of outbreaks is always a symptomatic person. Even if there's a rare asymptomatic person that might transmit, an epidemic is not driven by asymptomatic carriers. Remdesivir had little or no effect on mortality for those hospitalized with COVID-19. The data shows that remdesivir has a clear-cut significant positive effect in diminishing the time to recover. This is really quite important. It should be abundantly clear to you, in Fauci's own words, just the insane flip-flopping. Okay, what about schools? First they can open, then they can't. First it's six foot social distancing, then it's three foot. Where's the science there? What's the science behind that? Did you know that in an intimate capacity, we're talking about someone living in the same home, being around someone all the time. If a person is asymptomatic, there's about a six to 8% chance of getting COVID from them. So if that's the case, why do you need to wear a mask in a grocery store when you're just walking past someone? or any of these public places, restaurants, these idiots wearing their masks outside to walk their dogs. Why do you need that? See, it makes no sense if the odds are that low around someone you're around all the time. Why on earth do you need to worry about it when you just brush past someone? There's no science behind it at all. It's all arbitrary. Of course, you don't hear these facts in the media. They just double down on the fear mongering. It's absurd. Oh, we can go back to life as normal after we get the vaccine. Well, the vaccine's out. I don't see normal life. What happened to that? Oh, you get the vaccine, you still have to wear a mask. You still have to follow all this COVID BS. Got it, got it. What is the point of the vaccine if it's not going to change anything? This is all just shooting from the hip, ridiculous. And, you know, these experts and these government tyrants have just boxed themselves in with nowhere to go because all they have to do is double down because they're certainly not going to admit they were wrong. None of it makes any sense. But because no one holds these clowns accountable, people like Fauci know he can just run around saying whatever he wants. And government will enforce arbitrarily whatever they want 
to try to make themselves look good, to keep their power and keep their control and influence on people. So you might have heard this exchange with Jim Jordan and Fauci, and I talked about the Rand Paul one a couple weeks ago. This is a good one, so I'm going to play it here for you. In your written statement, you say, now is not the time to pull back on masking, physical distancing, and avoiding congregate settings. When is the time? When do Americans get their freedom back? Can you put your microphone, please? <laughs> when we get the level of infection in this country low enough that it is not a really high... What is low enough? Give me a number. What? I mean, I, we, we had 15 days to slow the spread, turned into one year of lost liberty. What metrics, what measures... What has to happen before Americans get their freedoms? My message, uh, Congressman Jordan, is to get as many people vaccinated as quickly as we possibly can to get the level of infection in this country low that it is no longer a threat. That is when. And I believe when that happens... See, there's no actual standard. It It's just these useless, meaningless statements. Oh, we're going to get people vaccine. We're going to do... Well, when? It's been over a year. You will see. What determines when? There you go. What, what, what determines it? I mean, are, are we just going to continue this forever? Or when does, when does yes. when do we get to the point? What measure, what standard, what objective uh, outcome do we have to reach before before Americans get their liberty and freedoms back? You know, I, you're, you're indicating liberty and freedom. I look at it as a public health measure to prevent people from dying and going to the hospital. You don't think Americans' liberties have been threatened the last year, Dr. Fauci? They've been assaulted. Their liberties have. I don't look at this as a liberty thing, Congressman Jordan. Boom, right there. Did you hear that? Let, let's go right back. and Everything you need to know right there. Their liberties have. I don't look at this as a liberty thing, Congressman George. He doesn't look at this as a liberty thing. Everything you need to know right there. I do love when people are finally honest for once. Might be the first honest thing Fauci's ever said. <laughs> well, that's obvious. <laughs> that's obvious. But the, uh, the, I disagree with you, you on that. You think the Constitution Please. is suspended during, it, uh, during a, 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 yes. a virus, during a pandemic? It's certainly not. This will end for sure when we get the level of infection very low it is now at such a high level there's a threat again of major surge. Dr. Fauci over the last year Americans first amendment rights have been completely attacked your right to go to church your right to assemble your right to petition your government freedom of the press freedom of speech have all been assaulted I mean for a year now Americans haven't been able to go to church even today when they go to church they're limited in the size of, of, of worshipers who can meet your right to assemble? Oh my goodness. We had a curfew last fall in Ohio. You had to be in your home at 10. In Pennsylvania, you had to be in your home. Uh, when you're in your home, you had to wear a mask. In Vermont, when you're in your home, you didn't have to wear a mask, Dr. Fauci, because you weren't allowed to have people over to your house. Yeah, Congressman Jordan. Your ability to petition your government well, for a year, for a year, American citizens haven't been able to come to their capital to petition their government to talk to their representatives and freedom of the press. These very pictures that Representative Police just showed you and talked about, guess what? The press isn't allowed in those facilities. The press is not, the Biden administration will not let the press in there. And certainly freedom of speech. I mean, freedom of, the governor of our third largest state meets with, with physicians and, that, and that's, that, that video is censored because they dare to disagree with Dr. Fauci. 
So I just want to know when do Americans get their First Amendment liberties back? You know, I don't think anything was censured because they felt they couldn't disagree with me. I think you're pers you're pers making this a personal thing, and it isn't. It's not a personal thing. No, you are. That is exactly what you're doing. No, your recommendations carry a lot of weight, Dr. Fauci. We just had the, the chair of the Financial Services Committee said she loves you, and you're the greatest thing in the world. Will My the gentleman recommendations yield? are consistent. Will the gentleman yield? No, it's my, it's my no, Can I answer the question, please? My recommendations are not a personal recommendation. It's based on the CDC guidance, which is which is and which I'm asking the question. What measures have to be attained before yeah. Americans get their First Amendment liberties back? I just told you that. I know you haven't given anything specific. You said we hope when this third. Tell me specifically. Right now, right now we have about sixty thousand infections a day, which is a very Mm, yeah, with these cooked up numbers. We're not talking about liberties. We're talking about a pandemic well, that's the problem. that killed 560,000 Americans. I, I, and that's I get that, what we're talking about. And, and I don't disagree with that. And I understand how I serious do. that is. But I also stand it's pretty serious when businesses have been shut down. People can't go to church. People can't assemble in their own homes with their friends, with their families. People can't go to a loved one's funeral. People can't get to their government petition, their representative, to redress their grievances. Right. I also understand the First Amendment is pretty darn important. And it's been a year. And I want to know when right. Americans will get those First Amendment liberties right. back. Right. You just said people cannot assemble in their own homes. They can. That's a CDC recommendation for vaccine. Not last fall, they couldn't. The gentleman time has expired. Um, I'll give you one instance of when we can get our liberties back. It's when 90% of the members of the United States Congress get vaccinated. Well, I want to know oh, okay. So when Congress is vaccinated, we get it back. Thanks, dude. <laughs> No answer. He's got no answer. We're at an unacceptably high level. We're at, on a daily basis, it's unacceptably high, regardless of who you are. What you're going to see as more and more people get vaccinated and we get over 3 million people a day, you're going to see the level of infection come down and down, and gradually there will be more flexibility for doing the things that you're talking about. Where does it get to? When it comes down, what number do we get our liberties He's back? He's got no answer. I like how this guy's answering the question. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. order. Regular order. No, Mr. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Chairman, I don't want you to answer my question. The American people want Dr. Fauci to answer the well, question. What does it have expire, to be? expire, sir. If you need to respect the chair and shut your mouth. <laughs> don't worry about this. We, we, we're going to handle this. And I think Mr. Jordan... Well, uh, Jim Jordan's right about one thing. The Constitution has been completely suspended, um, regardless of whether they want to say it is or not. I mean, just look around. It's very obvious. What also is very obvious is Fauci has no answer for any of these things. I mean, I'm glad to see people try to hold him accountable for once, finally. But here's the here's the fundamental issue. Has Fauci ever testified under oath? <laughs> of course not. That's the problem right there. He can say whatever he wants, continually switch the narrative. If he was under oath, under the penalty of perjury... He could be pinned down to a position. 
But because he can just go anywhere saying whatever he wants, he can always shift to whatever's convenient, he can always kind of slip out of these, not give straight answers, and that's the entire problem. I'd also like to know what his connection is to Big Pharma, all these vaccines he's just pushing. This incredible windfall they're getting, of course, they can't be sued. <sighs> all over this cooked up fear, but that's going to have to be a topic for another show. <laughs> So I hope you can see the complete inconsistencies and how liberty just doesn't matter to these people. It's all about power and control. And they can switch the narrative at any point they want. Because no one's holding them really accountable. A lot of good content. And I hope you enjoyed my analysis of all of this. We gotta wake people up. Um, this is absurd. The Constitution has been completely suspended. It's very obvious. So if you wanna... Support the show, help us out, share it with your friends, help us get the word out. I'm on Twitter and Facebook if you want to see what I'm up to. But anyways, take care. We'll talk soon.